0: Now listening to the Ed and Show.
1: It's not all fucking monkeys dancing with toothbrushes, Ed.
0: I'm not licking that goddamn peanut butter.
1: You can stick your AirPods in your fucking pee hole.
0: Goats have never done that, Tom.
1: give a shit, I'm high on gas station boner pills right now. In all
0: my life, I have never used broken pickles as cryptocurrency.
1: Kim Kardashian's ass, so fine.
0: God, I hate your face. The Ed and Tom Show.
1: Well, 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 here we are again for a another rendition, rendition, edition of the Fantasy Football Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. This is the week eight recap, and to my front, I have the one, the only,
0: Eddie Rock. What's up, Tommy?
1: What's going on, man? How you doing?
0: Not much, man. Just sitting here in the studio with my back turned to Kate cold as ice always as i am doing my thing <laughs> how about you my friend
1: not bad not bad at all chilling in the garage like i usually do Dog got house. the ele- got the election channel going on in front of me there's cnn who uh by the way absolutely hate trump for whatever reason i've noticed that in the last couple days but that's probably not news to anybody else that you,
0: you just picked CNN, up on that
1: absolutely yeah, CNN absolutely hates Trump. <laughs> hey,
0: listen, folks. Uh, I know Tommy, you introduced this as the uh, the FIB, but I actually did the the teats drop because we were here together, so they can suck on that. And
1: oh, I didn't, I couldn't hear it. So that's all right.
0: Um, the, but I just wanted to be. I'm, the only reason i bring that up is because it needs to be known that you are finally getting hot takes here out of the Ed and Tom show. CNN hey, hey. does not support President Trump. So just know that here, Hot
1: Takes
0: (laughs) with Tommy T. Oh, yeah,
1: and Hot Takes, this episode brought to you by uh, Chicks with Dicks that don't vote for Biden.
0: Chicks with Dicks, yummy. (laughs) So what's good in the world of Tommy T? looks like you're a bearded fuck up there in Alaska.
1: Oh, man, yeah, this is awesome, man. This is officially the longest I've ever grown out my facial hair ever in my life, Uh, working from the house. Uh, essentially two jobs, I'll say one and a quarter, because I really don't do anything for my paid job anymore. Um, and that just being an intern for the state of Washington, just being the lackey, getting the, getting the lumps of sugar for the coffee and, and vacuuming and taking out trash like a l- good little boy, and, and then just odds and ends here and there.
0: Have you been fingered? <laughs> Twice. Awesome. Now, that so, I
1: I legally have to answer that because it's public, it's public domain. Working for the state as a civil servant.
0: So it's like college, right? If I go to college, I want to get date raped. It's part of the experience. <laughs> if I go be an intern, I want to get fingered. It's part of the experience. Why do something half-assed? And you, Tom, you are a person who goes all the way in everything that you do. And that's why we here at the Ed and Tom Show appreciate the great strides that you've been. And gone through to entertain us and to educate us.
1: I try. I try to make sure I see both sides of every story, or even three sides, or however many fucking sides there is to this story. I like to see them all, cause uh, if not, then I'm just. Uh, I'm just like you said, going to shit, going into shit, half-assed, and that's not me, man. Not me.
0: Uh, actually, it sounds a lot like you. It's very much. <laughs> it's very much a lot like you. Uh, I'm trying to get logged into a website here. So how uh, how's everything going with the fam and, and the rest of all there?
1: Tyler's coming in for uh, Turkey Day. Nice. Uh, he's he's got a job with or not a job a, a job interview with Amazon, Ooh. working there in Boise. Um, I think that's happening today. Actually, it's Ooh. happening today. If it it probably already happened, but he's probably at work, so hasn't uh, told us about it yet. Oh no, 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 no. What's today? Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Sorry. He no. has an interview tomorrow. And uh Alyssa is still plugging away at her senior year and is, is, working at Dairy Queen.
0: Is Tyler at work right now?
1: Most likely, yes. Dang it. And then uh uh what's it called? Cherie. Yeah, Cherie is uh just Got told to apply for a uh, higher position, so basically a promotion. Uh, Her boss is leaving, and they want her to take her spot. So, just oh, you call him T Dog. Just
0: just in case, just in case he isn't at work, this will be fun. This will be real fun. And if, (laughs) if not, we can leave him a voicemail.
1: Yeah, he's. If I was a betting man, he's at work.
0: Yeah. Uh, Either that or molesting small children. Tom, you can't just pull a goddamn comb out of nowhere and start stroking your beard. It looks weird, man.
1: I did it, please. Please leave your message for two five three.
0: Blank, blank, blank. Hold on. I can't let everybody hear his number. I can't out him. Yep. (laughs) Hey, Tyler. Hey, dude. What's going on, brother? Hey, just wanted to call and say sorry you didn't get the job with Amazon. Great job. And, uh, you know, maybe better luck next time. Talk to you later. (laughs) Love you, bro. Okay, so he'll get that later.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> now, I,
0: I know Tyler, so I'm just going to assume he doesn't get it. So, you know, whatever. It's probably true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's no, good. So, yeah, he'd be working in a warehouse and then, like, trying to work into either getting a truck or a route or do something else. I don't know. That's, but it's better than what he's doing now. So that's the
0: that's the goal is to to get on with Amazon and get a truck.
1: Well, if that would be the job, no, no, like a a route.
0: Oh, like to be an Amazon delivery driver.
1: Yes. Okay. yes. So that's right now. He's it'll he'll start out working in the warehouse,
0: being being then, one of the robots.
1: Yeah, one of the guys that loads the trucks, mm-hmm. and then get and then getting your own truck. And route or not your own truck but your own route and then go from there see what happens i know a lot of dudes that started off that way and they're making a fucking grip ton of money
0: okay so i'm gonna ask the obvious question tom could you name uh, these dudes that you know that started off as amazon box boys that now have their own trucks that are making grips of money i need to know these loads of people you know that made their money this way
1: not not Amazon. I know a bunch of UPS and FedEx drivers, though. No, it's not the same thing. Just, it's the same fucking market.
0: Tom, you, you just can't get on here and start making up stuff and expect people to believe it. This is a show that's I learned based on in integrity, Tom. This show is based on integrity. <laughs> and if we're going to have the people believing this, you can't just go out there and throw out things. Lies,
1: well,
0: man. I'm here for you just people. Throw, sort just through throw
1: it. it. Just throwing shit out there like you and your starting lineup, just throwing darts at people, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. God <laughs> damn. Why you gotta go there? Hey, hey, I'm not on the bottom. It could be worse. It could yeah. be worse.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, there's a couple people below you. <laughs> the
0: the The downside is is one of them is on the uptick, and they're uh. Yeah. Now I think twelve is getting very very secure. I mean I think it's getting warmed up. Uh, but the 10th and 11th could be swapping here because we have a rising star coming out of uh, maybe a, a stoner coma. He must have harvested maybe four weeks ago <laughs> and a good strain. Yeah. And so he's finally balanced to where he can see again.
1: He's g- it's called laser focus. It's laser focus OG.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's okay. a
1: it's a pure pure sativa. Mm-hmm. And uh, it comes from. It's probably one of the strains of like Jack Herrera. So it's like he is fucking almost like it's almost like drinking four monsters.
0: Okay, okay. And
1: then and then taking one of those Limitless pills that uh, 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 what's the guy Cooper Bradley Cooper took Fuck in that movie? Asshole. Limitless, dude.
0: I did the asshole.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's he's doing. He's taking that laser focus OG.
0: Now I I never took Chano as a pillhead. So, you know, I No, 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 no.
1: no. I was uh, he's not taking pills. I'm saying that's what that strain is like. Oh,
0: it's like that.
1: Energy energy drink and limitless pill like. Combined. That, that's
0: that's what Chano that's what Chano's on.
1: Laser Focus OG.
0: That's how he was able to dust off the great and mighty Dale in a oh, last minute comeback this last Lord. week. He has yes. been doing it, man.
1: Fuck yeah, yes.
0: But you know that—that's—that's that's for another day to talk about that piece of shit. <laughs> oh wait, wait a minute. That is exactly what we are here to do today: is to talk about these fucking games yeah. from last week. Uh, did you,
1: before, do we want to do that right now, or do we want to talk about other shit?
0: Well, we can keep talking about other shit. Um, I did want to talk watch about. the Mando. I did, but hold on. I wanted because we were talking about football, and I just wanted to mention here at this time and i I won't bring it up again uh did you know that seattle played san francisco last weekend
1: yes we did and and it was a very very it was a battle of attrition for the 49ers that's for sure
0: and that's what i was going to say the reason i can't gloat on this in its full entirety is because you guys were not up to standard uh that we would have expected to have seen so uh, better well, days. Neither,
1: neither were you guys. Neither were you guys. You guys were pretty beat up as well. You guys had your what? Fourth and third and fourth string running backs starting. And your, we, we have Russell second. Wilson
0: and those two wide receivers. Uh, and so we'll figure out somebody else to, f- to fill in that other spot. But as long as we got those three right now, man, it's, it's uh fun to watch.
1: Oh yeah. And your guys is, your guys front sevens. Not horrible. And your secondary is a lot better with uh, Jamal Adams. Um, hopefully
0: coming back yeah, you know, healthy. Yeah,
1: ho- yeah. hopefully for you guys. I- I'd like to see the NFC West stay healthy, stay competitive. Um, it looks like 40, the 49ers are taking uh, the other route of not staying healthy. Um, we're most likely lost Kittle for the – at least until playoffs, if we're even there. And then, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. You,
0: uh- you, oh, that was funny. I'm sorry.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost, We most likely lost Jimmy G for the year. Um, we've lost Tevin Coleman again. But um, now we're hit with the fucking COVID. It's the I, COVID. And so we all of our wide receivers. So we're forced to start our fourth string, and our practice squad wide receivers against the Packers on Thursday. So. It's uh we are fucking hurting big time in San Francisco.
0: It's not good, it's not good and and you hate to see that yeah, I think that you're better off I mean from the eye test, Jimmy G versus Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins looked like a hell of a better quarterback. It could be the lingering effects that Jimmy had, but uh yeah, get him the fuck out of there. Give Nick Mullins the ball at least he gives you it look like he gives you a better chance to to do something uh but I do hate yeah. to see those. And, uh, and Travis, or Travis, uh, George Kittle is, is probably the most painful of that because I mean, it's a, it's a good dude, uh, loves the football. He's got that youth and you just hate to see too many of these plague him. And then all of a sudden he becomes a bygone when he's, when he's at the peak of what he's supposed to be doing right now.
1: Exactly. Just got that ginormous contract extension. Um, and it's, you just hate to see anybody, anybody that, Loves the game, loves his fans like he does, and just not given a chance to get on the field. It's it's horrible. But hopefully he comes back better than ever, and we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see. You know,
0: there, is, um, there are people that come back better than ever, and we've seen players that have gone out and come back, uh, m- much like Boba Fett, uh, potentially. Maybe. yeah, yeah uh so you yeah. know hopefully better days lay ahead for everybody involved but definitely your organization uh and maybe they can get a little bit healthier so next time we play each other it can be a little bit more i just didn't even feel like talking shit because it was just not
1: yeah it's like fuck i mean it's when you beat that guy in a fight and he like it's like dude i barely broke his sweat yeah yeah, yeah it was, it was it's sad. like you don't. It's just like yeah, whatever. I'm but goddamn, them
0: Seahawks and them receivers are money, motherfuckers, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, Who would you guys play the the Cardinals? Who played you guys? Where? No, two weeks ago. Oh, when we two lost. weeks ago. You got to bring that up, yeah. Tom. No, I'm just saying how how uh, night and day, one guy can go off whether it's uh, David Moore or if it's Tyler Lockett. Or if it's,
0: uh, it's always DK. DK. It's always DK.
1: Not not in, not in that Arizona game. He had, the best play he had was making a tackle of Buda Baker.
0: Yeah, that was a so, that was a dope tackle. Well, he had no, he had two touchdowns in that game, and
1: no, he didn't. He only had one catch, was that? or two catches for like thirteen yards. He got shut down in that fucking game big time.
0: Yeah,
1: it was oh, uh, it was Tyler it was Tyler Lockett. And he David had the Moore, one that, that went
0: whatever. right through the bucket over the shoulder. When he had him deep and it fucking clink under the groundsies.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He had a woulda, coulda, shoulda, but but god damn, that dude can fucking fly. That is for damn sure. Yes, he can. Uh, And Kyle Shanahan, not to get back onto the 49ers here, but Kyle Shanahan was asked questions about him before the game, a few days before the game, and um, his words, I'll just paraphrase towards the end, was, he's like, yeah, I, I really, really like DK Metcalf. Uh, I wish I would have known what I know now, um, and I'm really mad that he's in our division. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: I would, I would not be happy if he was if he was catching the ball for you guys. Uh, so yeah, we'll take him. We'll take him. Hopefully, he can be a special talent. Remain humble. And uh, you know, just hate to see him turn into anything other than just a you know a humble good kid that makes a lot of money and scores a, a lot of touchdowns and points for the season. I
1: can't. I, I I respect the dude. He's he's got all the talent in the world. I just I just can't get past the fucking pacifier, That's dude. I know it's, so not, a it's, so I know it's not a pacifier. It's so. I know it's not a pacifier, but dope. you're a grown ass man, dude. It's dope. And You gotta fucking. I don't like it, dude. I
0: dig it. I dig it. It's dope. I like it.
1: <laughs> of course you do. You have to.
0: No, I don't. Those I am very critical of things I don't like.
1: Not Seahawks.
0: Yeah, I am. Um I didn't you are
1: not. Huh? No, you are not. I've never se- heard you say one ill thing about the Seahawks probably ever. Our defense is shit. Can't get
0: fucking pressure on nobody and that front four where? We need to get something in there. It's it's shit. See? Defense.
1: There you go. Okay. Good job. No problem. <laughs>
0: see? I'm, I'm a critical thinker, Tom. I stand in the middle and I look both ways. That's what I do, it's what I'm known for.
1: You uh, both ways. Yeah. So,
0: so, did you see The Mandalorian season one, episode, or season two, episode one? Oh
1: my God. Yes, I did. I stayed up late purposely on that Thursday night, right? Yep. Yeah, it was like a Thursday night, and uh, I stayed up. I stayed up fucking late, and as soon as twelve oh one came about, I was watching that bitch. And good God, it did not disappoint. And it was the first episode. I didn't realize this until I was wa- started watching the credits at the end, which are dope as hell. I love watching the credits the at the end of the episodes with the artwork and the storyboards and shit. Mm-hmm. John Favreau. This is the first episode. John Favreau directed oh, out it? of out of the first uh, first season and this season it's the first one he actually uh directed he's written he wrote all of them but he's uh well most of them anyway but this is the first one he actually directed
0: i don't think that you can say he wrote any of them because there is not an original thought in any of them they are all just fucking spaghetti westerns replayed i mean pick any saturday morning when we grew up and it's the exact same the music the the scene the setting the feeling the dialogue uh the the only, baby yoda yeah they're in just instead <laughs> of i mean okay so so he has that but i mean the sand people are the fucking natives hey hey, hey thunk, find her. okay he's this i mean
1: is the, it's it so there's a story there's a story behind that too is uh, one of the original Tuscan Raiders from uh, New Hope, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, from New Hope, uh, was uh, deaf. And so he had to use sign language while on set. And so they used that dude mm-hmm. as one, not that dude. Uh, well, anyway, long story short, a tribute to that dude. So that's what they, the whole hand signals and uh, Tuscan Raider, ASL if you will. Fucking uh it was it was a throwback to him and I cannot you, remember his name. You
0: you could replace the Mandalorian with John Wayne and it would be the exact same story. It it is. It's it's a western in every in every <laughs> and that's what's fun about it and even they they lean to it in the music and I mean they always have. The the reason that it's a it's Star Wars is a space opera I and mean, because yeah. it it's a did you know this, the, the, the term space opera was actually a pejorative term a negative term that was dubbed to describe this genre of, of movie? Um, I, I did actually, not
1: know that, but I'm, I'm not surprised.
0: Now, I have a very, very smart, but not true at all, explanation of why they call it a space, a space opera. Okay. <laughs> and I actually believe this, and I've, I've shared this with many people. And this is going to sound fucking great. And when you will look it up, there is no evidence of this being true at all whatsoever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready for it? Yeah. So the reason that it's actually called a space opera is because it actually uses a lot of operatic tone overtones and actually the music of an opera. And so when John Williams, John Williams did. And so because of that, what happens is you have this overture. That when you listen to the overture of the Star Wars episode, it's broken down into different parts. Each of those parts are assigned to different characters. So like Luke Skywalker has his music, Emperor, uh, Darth Vader, they all have their own music. And when the scene plays, the music that is playing with it actually tells you whose storyline that it's 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 moving forward so you may have a scene with with luke and leia but the music in the background may be the empires and so it's actually moving their storyline along and so those are the, that's why it's called the space opera because taking that away if you just were just to listen to the music you could actually hear a story if you knew who each of those parts belonged to not true I at can all i could
1: believe i can believe that so why but why is that not so why is that not true
0: because it's that's fucking completely made up uh what is true but,
1: is, but there's a there's probably some validity to that if we ever took the time to look it up
0: i did no that's what i i went to go find somewhere online for this to be at least partially true so that my claim would be right and it's not everything will tell you that <laughs> <laughs> it was dubbed a space opera um and it was made up because of operas back in the day were over the top and goofy and And so it would. This term was was like, hey, this is a dramatic, like over the top, dumb opera in space. So it was a pejorative term, a negative term, assigned to this film. And
1: uh, yeah, okay,
0: just so you know, that's trivia.
1: Oh, all right. Are we talking? Are we talking any specifics about the episode? Do we want to spoil anything? I mean, well, who? Well,
0: hold on, just real quick. Let's do this then. Saggy teat drop.
1: <laughs> saggy teat.
0: Shambar, you don't shut up, I'm going to give you a saggy teat. And the reason why I'm going to go with a saggy teat as opposed to the, the CCC here is yeah. because we could be given a little bit of a wet blanket spoiler if we, if we go any farther.
1: Yeah, but true, I, true. But true. I want to then let's do it let's... so now let's give them a let's give them a a, a time time stamp to, yeah time uh, stamp or...
0: come back in five minutes <laughs> go go take a leak or if you're driving <laughs> just pull over and maybe just step out and meditate for five minutes or so and then in five minutes come back and we'll be done talking about this all right, so now we can start. And spoilers ahead for the Mandalorian now season it, now two. It,
1: now it's your fault. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, so, I absolutely loved the episode. After probably an hour after it, it was over. So, because one, it was late. I got kind of tired while I was watching it, but I was, I didn't, my, my eyes never took my, left the screen. But um, what what upset me was. He had a specific mission. He got information of where uh, somebody knows where the Manda- Mandalorians are. Uh, and they can help him take the child to his people. And he gets that information, and he gets there, finds Dude, and then never, ever, that, that never finds any more information out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, what the fuck? Your entire goal Missed. So it took me a while to think about why I still like the episode and it goes back to the Mandalorian culture and the Mandalorian faith, the Mandalorian way of life. Um, Once he sees Timothy Oliphant in that Boba Fett armor, his, his mission has now changed. He's like, I have to reclaim this armor because that is Mandalore. That's Beskar steel. And you are not a Mandalorian. You cannot wear that. I have to. It is my duty of my faith to, to reclaim that and bring it back to my people. So that's, it took me a while to catch on to that. I was just like, oh, his, the entire mission changed for him. So it was now no longer get the kid to his people. It was, I got to do right by my Mandalorian brethren. I, so.
0: I think that this, this style of storytelling where you're going to get an arc, and you really kind of have three layers of a story being told, the way, the, way that, the way that I look at it. You have the series story, which is the Mandalorian and his, his quest, right? And so that's an over arc that we know there's certain rules to. And then you have this season long arc where the last one was getting the baby getting the baby getting everybody off of his back getting some fucking breathing room. And now yep. you have this this arc this season now of the getting his uh, the baby back to its people. And I look at this style of storytelling like a role playing game, like a like yep. fable because you have the main quest and then each episode you know we're going to get one or two side quests, right? Yeah but, yeah. but you have to play all the way through if you're going to get to the end of, of what that main thread is of that story. And so... Exactly. I, I see what you're saying. Like, they, they left us on that cliffhanger. Like, hey, you didn't advance, you know, the the season story along, but they mm-hmm. did. and yeah. And that's what... And I mentioned to you, like, I didn't do a lot of reading when this one came out. I, I knew exactly what I saw when I saw it. Yeah. And, and I, from a storytelling point of view, it was the perfect way to do it. And, you know, just explain what I'm saying. I heard the Spurs last season and when the fucking bitch from the agents of shield got killed, I, yeah. I've always wondered who the, who was that, that showed up. And, but those yeah. Spurs were there and it was like, wait a minute. And I did read at, you know, back then, you know, I wasn't a fucking original on that shit. So yeah. When I heard it this time, I was like, wait a minute. And then I saw that dude, and I was like, bitch, I've seen you before. But mm-hmm. you couldn't just pop him back up because Boba Fett's been rolling around the goddamn sand forever. I think Boba Fett's probably been looking for his armor. And I think that this might have kind of been able to help sync that back up. And now we possibly yeah. get our our dude getting a road dog. So fun way to, in the very last second, very russell wilson like to just win it in those final seconds
1: yeah i mean you i think you i think you nailed it um, or at least the uh, d- so now he knows where his armor is or will know where his armor is or who has it now does he does he become an ally or does he fucking Is he fucking batshit crazy being inside of a uh, Sarlacc pit forever until uh, one of those crate dragons killed one? Um, I think that's, I think that's the story is he's in a fucking Sarlacc pit crate dragon shows up. That was his exit. And somehow some way didn't have his armor on. And now he's trying to find it or whatever, but no, my God, Uh, I'm, I hope it's Boba Fett. I truly do hope it's Boba Fett. And not like... Uh, Fett. Commander, Com- Commander Cody or uh, any random fucking uh, clone that we don't know anymore or haven't seen in a while or a new character. I hope it is actually Boba Fett because... God, man! The Star Wars community has been screaming for Boba Fett to be on the big screen, on the small screen, whatever. And A-screen. we got glimpse. Yeah, we got a glimpse of it in the Clone Wars uh, cartoons, and um, as a child. And hopefully, hopefully, we get to see that that character story arc, or at least the twilight of it, in it be, because the dude's got to be fucking old.
0: Oh he, yeah, he's well. No, 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 no. We're we're only five years past Jedi.
1: Well, so he watched his father die in the Attack Clone of Wars, the and then and Luke and Leia weren't even born then.
0: They were born slightly after
1: that. Yeah.
0: So so Luke's in his thirties. So the dude's like forty-five, fifty.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's probably not that old, so. I mean,
0: goddamn, old Ben was fucking around out there well after
1: that. Uh, God, I hope we get to see his fucking origin story, too. That would be fucking
0: dope. Plus, think about this. It's a dry heat, much like Arizona, where all the old people go to extend their life. So, you know, Ben and, and Boba being there makes sense with, you know, our physics, but I just assume it's the same on Tatooine. I don't know what two sons do to you.
1: But he was also inside a Sarlacc pit, so uh, yeah. How, how much of that sun was he getting? <laughs> well,
0: and, and how quickly, right? Like, uh-huh. Jabba's ship blew up. You got to imagine Jabba's Jabba's barge hitting the ground has to create some pretty seismic activity. I could see yeah. a crate dragon coming over, and that Sarlacc not lasting much longer after that. So he may have only been in that pit for a short period of time.
1: True, true,
0: true. Now we just we think about the thousands of generations because of what C-3PO said, but. Right. Yeah. Do you think we've tantalized Jeff long enough with this uh, this talk, or, or should we hit some more high points here with the the Mando?
1: I hope Timothy Oliphant isn't a one and done. I like I like him in the westerns, like in Deadwood mm-hmm. and uh, what was that other one he was Justified. in where he was a sheriff? Justified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the dude's awesome. I like him a lot. You
0: know and where you know where he was recognized from in my home? In your home? In in our home. Do you know where he was recognized from? Another... girl next door? Nope. The office.
1: Oh, shit. He was in the office. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah, he played a
0: short spin on there. Kate was like, where in the hell do we know him from? Yeah, he was a one-time... He went on a date with Pammy.
1: That's right.
0: Never called her back.
1: That's right. Yep, yep,
0: yep. So, anyways...
1: Dude's got range and I like where he's at right now. Hopefully we don't hopefully we haven't seen the last of him.
0: And he's little shout out here. He he has something kind of like Sean Connery where there's like a a warmth in his smile and a, like a charm and a charisma that that just his face. He has a pleasant face. Young Sean Connery had that, you know, when when you look at him, the reason that he was able to bring James Bond to life was that just that smile and that that I don't want to say smirk cuz that makes it sound cocky and cocky and negative. But just a, yeah. a, a loving kind of grin that's like, I want to fucking hang out with this cat. And then, obviously, he, yeah.
1: babes want he to also him. Pl- he also played in uh, Hitman, the, yeah. the live-action movie Hitman. He was the titular character,
0: uh, I said, tit. Tit. And um, that was that one, that movie right there, was almost as great as the Assassin's Creed movie.
1: Oh, yeah, fucking... Give that an F minus.
0: Fucking Dick Fosbender.
1: So Netflix is uh, Netflix is on board to uh, do a uh, uh, Assassin's Creed series.
0: I I saw that. I, I I think that they've been handling things well with the properties that they've taken helm of. So I, I trust that. That'll be fun. Yeah.
1: So, just to throw that out there, you said Assassin's Creed. I heard that somewhere or read that somewhere, I can't remember. Or
0: like you do, Tom, just made it up. Uh, there <laughs> We we glossed over uh, they are starting filming on the Obi-Wan Kenobi on uh series that will be on be- uh Disney Plus. It's going to be like <laughs> a little Obi-Wan fun for you. So, okay. Yeah. What, what let me I just out of curiosity, let me see how f- we are, what, nearly 33 minutes into this. Uh, and okay. Jeff, ju- you can jump back in now. Uh, you can take back off down the road. <laughs> if you're done pissing, welcome back, people. We are ready to talk about some football. You want me to do a f- should I do a, uh, like a football drop?
1: Sure. Do we have one? <clears>
0: oh, <throat> well, this is the old FIB one. Tap your head. Yeah. You want it right there.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, me 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 D-F-I-P. D-F-I-P. Right, that shit was too long, dude. i had to, I had to drop it out. Uh, it was I don't a,
1: remember that drop.
0: It was uh, it's a song that uh, from that the Suicide Squad movie.
1: Oh, uh, there's the pianos. 21, pist- 21 pistols. The uh, uh, heathens. Yeah. All my friends. Yeah. I think that you one?
0: nailed it. I mm-hmm. think that's exactly it.
1: Da, na, 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 na.
0: Great, great job. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, we did talk about uh, the the rivalry, the NFC West rivalry. But there were some other rivalries that were playing out throughout the league. And uh, they, were, well. they were fun to watch. Some of them, uh, good, came down to the wire. And some of them were a bit uh, under underwhelming. So uh, I think yes. we should dive into these and, and give the people what they came here for.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to start taking my clothes off. All right. And you can Venmo me money. The more money I oh that's oh sorry, wrong podcast. Um, wrong, yeah. pod-
0: that is that is the one where we feed your kids, Tom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A slightly different <laughs> format. I'm um, thinking you. could you put that sweatshirt back on? The the camera's only live to me and God damn <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> How is it that my, you you my bad. don't shave your face, yet you shave your chest and nick it up like that? Like Take the band-aids off. You still have toilet paper stuck to your chest. It's, it's got to have been hours.
1: It fucking hurts, man.
0: It's disgusting. But I, I'm sure with a little powder and makeup, a little uh, Jacob flair, you'll be fine. You'll look good. <laughs> well, that one's—that podcast is next for all you subscribers. Uh, so anyways, Tommy, there was a, a game here that, that I want you to start with, uh, if you would. And will you do me a favor and tell me about Dale and Chano's game? Because this was the one that had me so, so excited this weekend.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay, here we go. Hail Mary Jane pulls off comeback over Hockamaniac moves into 11th place. Good job. Hail Mary Jane. Hail Mary Jane took one from Hawkamaniac, 97 to 95, where they were led by Naheem Hines, God bless me, 19 points off of two touchdowns, and Matt Ryan, who had 18.9. Hail Mary Jane came into Sunday's game already in front, 29 to 5. Five fucking points. Five. 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 One, two, three, four. (laughs) Five. That was... And that was because uh, Chano had some Thursday night players. Um, on the heels of an outstanding performance during late Sunday's game by Hawkamaniac, they lost that lead and fell behind 95 to 85. God, and Hail damn. Mary Jane secured the comeback victory on Monday night thanks to a nine and a half point effort from Evan Ingram during the Giants Buccaneers game. Naheem Hines really deserved more touches for Hail Mary Jane as he put up a whopping 62 total yards on just eight touches. I mean, the dude scored fucking two touchdowns. How how much better can they get, NFL.com? What do they want? All right. Yeah. Hail Mary Jane was fortunate that Hockamania's best, best wide receiver had the week off. Since Juju Smith-Schuster earned only 10 points, I, I I apologize. I didn't read that correctly. You just, you just had a stroke.
0: Um, Tom had a stroke. Yeah.
1: Hail Mary Jane was fortunate that Hockamania's best wide receiver had the week off, since Juju Smith-Schuster earned only ten points. If Terry scoring McLaurin or F one or whatever the fuck we're calling him no had played written. and hit his yeah had played and hit his average, Hail Mary Jane would have been beaten by less than a point. While Todd Gurley led Hail Mary Jane in Week Seven with 21 points, Hines paved the way this week with 19. Hail Mary Jane takes on Silent Killers next week, while Hockamaniac goes up against Freaks and Zeke. Bye. Yeah, so uh, Chano, it didn't say anything about that, but he is he is on him has got himself a little bit of a winning streak. A oh, win streak, Chano. Two in a row, two in a row for our uh, previously winless team in the FIB. Now he is out of the Grumpy Bear.
0: He's out of it. Somebody else slid into that delicious motherfucker.
1: (laughs) But, okay, just let's go back and look at Chano's team. Oh, never mind. I was thinking the week before where he had missed on the quarterback again. He had Matt Ryan in his bench and started Fitzpatrick. And it was the wrong decision. But, uh, no, he he could not. I don't think Chano could have done any better other than. He, he could have
0: squeezed six more points out there if oh, he had yeah. a crystal ball. Yeah. But yeah, what um. I want to talk about is is Dale. I'm second-guess you all goddamn day. Two tight <laughs> yeah. ends starting, motherfucker. You got two <laughs> tight ends in here leaving Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman for the, the vaulted. New York Giants that you knew was going to be running all over Tampa Bay, yet you leave him on the bench and you pu- and you start a second tight end. Oh, Fucking
1: God. stupid. Have God you ever damn. played fantasy football before? Jesus
0: Christ. Just because it has a fucking T over there doesn't mean you put a T in there, you hair lip. Fucking next time, <laughs> check the rankings, start the right guy, and beat Chano. It's too easy. It's not a difficult thing. I, I haven't I haven't necessarily done it, right? No, I did. I beat Chano. Yeah, even yeah, I can did. beat Chano. Jesus Christ! I beat
1: I beat Chano as well.
0: I beat Chano and you. That's it. And maybe one other <laughs> snuck one more in there somewhere. Uh, but no, I mean both of these guys played it uh, as good as they could, right? Cut it tight. Not many points left on the bench, and uh, and fought it all the way out till Monday night. And Chano had to come from behind again with the vaulted New York Giants to, to win the victory.
1: Yeah, Evan Ingram. Uh, Evan Ingram was my demise in uh, my old work league. I lost. I lost because of Evan Ingram's uh, performance, if you will.
0: I would like to call so. him Ebenezer Ingram.
1: Ingram. Let's do it. Ebenezer. Ebenezer in the Ingram. Spirit, in the spirit of the holiday season that is rapidly approaching. Didn't it feel like October lasted like 10 seconds?
0: Yeah, it definitely was not long enough because I was enjoying the shit out of that uh, Call of Duty mode. And now that Halloween's gone, it's gone, and I don't know that I'll ever see it again. The best crossover I've ever had in a game. So fun.
1: Oh, nice. Did you did you jump on Borderlands at all during October?
0: I didn't. Between I, I got I did uh, Call of Duty and I did some Fortnite Nightmares.
1: Oh okay okay. That was gay. I play. Oh, it sounds gay. But uh, Borderlands Three had a couple about three or four little side missions that were uh, Halloween, in the spirit of Halloween, like ghosts and and shit like that. You had to go kill this big old dude that was what's that what's that uh solomon grundy from dc you know what i'm talking about
0: Mm-mm.
1: And solomon grundy was a uh is a dc character but i also think he's got a book or something about solomon grundy and he's killed him. all these people or whatever but anyway it was a guy kind of like him you had to go and Kill this guy who ate souls and shit like that. But mm, it reminded souls. me of a Solomon Grande thing. Yeah. It was it was pretty dope. I liked it. Okay. Borderlands one, three.
0: Borderlands three, you heard it here. It's only been out for two years. If you haven't played it yet, you might want to get there soon. Brought to you by Tommy <laughs> T. Uh No, great great matchup, guys. Uh played well. And uh
1: Dale Biter.
0: Yeah, it was a Dale Biter. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about another one that was a close one, uh, got close, and I thought I thought old B Lover was gonna come back on Jake the Snake and 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 take the win, but uh, wasn't quite able to. Uh, let me uh, talk about this one if you don't mind, Tommy. So oh, go right ahead. Well, the old Jakey boy and the Pink Eye Slayer picked up a win over Kyler Reeks for his third consecutive win, and I'll just go ahead and we'll start it right there. So for those that are following along, Tommy's probably going to come back uh, because we just had some technical issues, but we're jumping back in here. So I'm going to just try to read this again. So Justin Herbert passed for three touchdowns and the Philadelphia Eagles defense added 19 points as the Pink Eye Slayers got past Kyler Reeks. This was a back and forth battle that saw the lead change hands three goddamn times with the largest lead being 32 points after Thursday. The Pink Eye Slayers built up a three-game winning streak. The Pink Eye Slayers fall to 5th place and Kyler Reeks drops to 8th place. Welcome to the bottom. Gaskin has (laughs) plenty of opportunities for Kyler Reeks but could only manage 63 total yards on 21 touches. Why'd you go with Gaskins? He's gone. He's done. He's blown his gasket. The Pink Eye Slayer was extremely fortunate that Kyler Reeks' top quarterback had a bye week since Tom Brady only tallied 23 points. If Kyler Say Murray it's so it's so the old Tom Brady bite. If Kyler Murray had played and gotten his projected average of 32 points, the Pink Eye Slayers would have beaten this sack of shit by five and a half points. Herbert has now <laughs> led the Pink Eye Slayers in scoring in back to back weeks. In week nine, the Pink Eye Slayers will face the end zone maniacs, your boy and mine, Tyler while Kyler Reeks will take on the last place, and I like to say that, last place, Schottenheimer's kids, coached by none other than (laughs) Joey.
1: Oh my god, it's so funny here, but not to take away from uh, the matchup we're talking about, but uh, seeing Joey and Schottenheimer's kids at the bottom of the barrel is is very uncharacteristic, but we'll get into that later. Uh,
0: Uh, So... Here, this game is is going back and forth, and then all of a sudden, Joey jumps off to a good, good lead. And it looks like, I'm sorry, not Joey, uh, Jakey Poo, jumps out to a good lead, and it looks like he's going to coast his way on in. Uh, but Belover tried to make it a game on Sunday, and I'm uh, sorry, on between Sunday night and Monday, and got within striking distance, uh, but just was not able to bring this one home. Uh, you see anything when you look at their box scores, though, Tom?
1: So I do. Um, I see. I see uh, some some changes that Brent could have made to make himself have the winning formula. But as a fantasy manager, I most likely would have done the same exact thing. Um, not not starting Devonte Parker because of a brand new quarterback in Tua. And could you imagine starting Tua this week? He completed would two passes. Balls.
0: That would have been that would have been <laughs> or balls. not two passes.
1: Yeah, what eight point seven two points?
0: <laughs> that would have been bald. But do you? But yeah. do you think? But it was a weird game. Like you didn't really get to see him play. Like he no, started the he game, didn't. and in sixty minutes, you never got to see him play.
1: Yeah, yeah, he had one touchdown pass. His one and only. But it's, uh, but it was just a, it, it just shows you how, how the, how much time the defense was on the field. And it's like these fucking Dolphins are playing like they're fucking hate every team in the NFC West. It's like, holy shit, man. They're playing like they're good. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not. But, uh, but I, this this matchup snuck up on me because uh, I wasn't. I, I, usually we get texts when uh, B Lovers playing from behind or in a close matchup, and I was really worried that I didn't get any. T- we didn't get any text from B Lover on this matchup, so I hope he's okay.
0: I I I think he is. I've I've uh. To be honest with you, he might not be. I don't know that I've heard from him all week. He might be in Aww, a shell. I mean, the elections—the right. elections going on. He may be—he may be deep in that closet, not knowing what's going to happen here. Come fucking Thursday, Friday of this week, he could be locked up. <laughs> could be tough. Could be tough. True. True. So, I—I uh, <laughs> I, I do want to say that any God-fearing man would have started uh, was Bob Tanyan there, and and Devonte Parker. I got to tell you, I wouldn't have started that clown. Uh, fucking Darnus Johnson, I I don't want any part of that goddamn back uh, receiving core in in Pittsburgh. Oh,
1: Deontay Deontay Johnson, Darnus Johnson's a running back in Cleveland. Same thing, same thing.
0: <laughs> I don't want none of him neither. Is what I'm saying. Yep. So
1: I can I can get down with that.
0: That's it's Brent's fault. He deserved to lose this matchup and on to better things.
1: So. On the other side of that, with old Jakey Pooh, what a ballin' ass call to start Herbert over Lamar, uh, Lamar, uh l- 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 reigning MVP Lamar Jackson. Do you think? And it, and it was the right call. It
0: was. Do you think that that there has been a shift now in uh, in Jakey Pooh's, You know, because Lamar Jackson has been his, and and. Was he a keeper? I believe he was a keeper.
1: He was a keeper this year. He kept him and old Julio Jones. And so, but could there be a changing
0: of the guard and maybe a little exchange on the quarterbacks for next year?
1: Oh, rightfully mm-hmm. so. And, and I and I said it. I said it. I'm gonna pat myself on my my own back. You better. When I
0: said it because nobody else that, will.
1: Lamar fucking Jackson is going to be—he's going to be a wash in this league. He had it; he had a—he was a flash in the pan, and he was not going. There's no way he was going to continue to do what he was doing. I was like, "There's no way that the NFL defenses are too smart. Defensive coordinators are too smart. They're going to shut that shit down." And he is averaging twenty. What is it? Who's was at what was it? Yeah, he's averaging. 20 yards less per game on the ground than he was all of last year. And that's, that's where the majority of his points came from were him running, making plays with his legs and that you're seeing it. You're Jake is seeing it firsthand and he had to make the decision. Do I bench Lamar Jackson against Pittsburgh, which is eh, the number one defense in the league Uh, or do I play Josh Herbert, one of the hottest rookies we've seen in quite a while, uh, go up against, uh, the Denver defense, which is no slouch in their own right. So good call Jake on, on that. If you didn't, if you, uh, actually I think you still win even if you put Lamar Jackson in. No. Was that? No, no, no. Yeah. You lose, you lose if you put Lamar in. So good call. Good call. Jakey Poo. Yeah. Uh,
0: a it, it, tough one right because Lamar Jackson it's not like he hasn't done well I mean he's the number 8 quarterback in our league uh, he scored 30 points in 3 of the last 5 over 30 points in 3 of the last 5 weeks uh, it's not like you're saying let's uh, you, who's, a, who's a quarterback that you've picked up that's not producing uh, it's not like he's putting up fucking Philip River numbers or uh,
1: Matt Ryan
0: Matt Ryan or Drew, Drew Brees or Big Ben
1: Yo, oh yeah, in, Big Ben too. Yeah, it's goddamn disappointing. He has no, he has no no rushing yards anymore. That dude is fucking Statue of Liberty anymore. But we said, but it's the same thing. He's 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 as old as Philip Rivers is. So, hey, um, just just dumb. with less kids.
0: Less kids, less fucking. Well, consensual. Less less <laughs> consensual fucking. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways,
1: uh,
0: Brent Brent's sitting there at four and four. Jakey Poos at five and three. So, you know, middle of the road. We'll see how it goes. Uh, B Lover did give up his number one draft pick this week, if you notice. So he now is sitting at waiver number twelve. So popped his cherry this week and and blew it all out there for uh, shit. I just had it up too, and now I got it
1: missed. He
0: he he did what with his keeper? He he blew his number one waiver. He had the number one waiver position.
1: Oh, I thought you said his number one keeper. I'm like, what? No, his number he one did waiver. Did not. He blew. Okay, gotcha. It.
0: And uh, who did he
1: Who would he pick up?
0: Hold on, I'm pulling it up again now. I had I had it up and then my shit went the thing, and so now it's to the whatnot.
1: I don't even. I don't even have my phone. I'm coming. Are you ready? Yes.
0: And it was it was, if I remember, it was something like Landon. Jordan Reed.
1: Was it Jordan Reed? I hope
0: so. Where is it? What's his name? B-Lover.
1: It should be in the feed. Just go to the feed. I am.
0: Trade process. Tyler. Reed. Waiver. Here it is. That's right. You ready for it? You know who he picked up? Jordan Reed. Washington football team defense.
1: That was his number one waiver? Or it could have been the
0: Jordan Wilkins.
1: No, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was because he wasn't on his team this week. Wow, he was he's desperate. Uh, or Damian Harris.
0: Nope, he, he picked up Damian Harris and dropped. Jesus two, Christ. Dropped Tua Tagliova. Yeah. That was his number one waiver claim.
1: Pretty much a wash. They both probably had eight points this week anyway.
0: So, anyways, I knew I knew it was garbage. So, but he blew it. So great job. Uh hopefully Browner Pastures ahead of both of you guys.
1: Weirder things have happened.
0: Yes. Like uh Chano has uh, put together two games on a win streak here.
1: Or how about this one? Oh, I won't talk about your game yet unless you don't mind. Do it. This is even stranger, Ed. Okay. So what? So what? Uh Chano has a two win win streak. Mm-hmm. Jakey Pooh has a three win. Okay. How about old uh, Heffy Dog there? Oh El Hefe comes comes from the depths. And El Hefe beats Spray Tan Sexy and makes it five. One, two, three. Three, four, five in a row. So garbage. El Hefe-, <laughs> El Hefe got past spray tan sexy, who found it difficult to put points on the board. 92 to 66. What the hell, Ed? I got 66.
0: Yeah. And I tried. I didn't even I didn't even trade <laughs> away key components to my team.
1: Having won five straight El Jefe Jefe is a tough opponent for anyone. NFL.com, hot take right there. Tough opponent for anyone. Spray Tan Sexy was led by Joe Burrow with 22 and Sterling Shepard, who scored 11. To make matters worse, Spray Tan Sexy received zero points from Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. El Jefe, 5-3, climbs into fourth place, and Spray Tan Sexy, 3-5, stays in tenth. At least you didn't drop, Ed. At least you didn't drop. There's that. While Kenyon Drake led El Jefe in week six, and Tyler Lockett in week seven, Breeze has now been the team's top point getter twice in the last four weeks. Isn't that weird that you... You're a team that owns Drew Brees, and he's not leading your team in scoring every week. He's he's That's been another weird. one,
0: but look, I mean, 280 passing yards. This guy isn't knocking it out the box because he ain't got nobody to throw to.
1: It is it is exciting watching Tom Brady and uh, two active quarterbacks that are lead have leading the NFL for all time passing touchdowns. Watching it change hands every week, it's pretty awesome. And
0: you know what else will start changing hands? I heard on a other uh podcast is that the all-time fantasy point getter of all time has been jerry rice forever and now
1: that's going away
0: it goes away this week uh it'll go away this week with brady i think he needs 11 or 12 points to take it and then breeze needs like 14 to take it so they're gonna keep swapping spit now so yeah yeah, they're both doing it
1: so you know how they do that with uh, movie ticket Movie ticket prices, though, they uh, adjust for inflation and all that shit. Right, right. PPR wasn't a thing when Jerry Rice was uh, playing. And I wonder if they've taken that into account. They do. Like, have they done fantasy football uh, point inflation?
0: No, what what they do is they just take the career stats and use the career stats uh, with the same points.
1: Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. In Week Nine, El Jefe faces the Untouchables at five and three, who They're puts touchable. up a stout one twenty nine point five one points per game. game. And spray tan, spray tan, sexy gets fantasy John at six and two, who sits on the tippy tippy top of my nose. Sorry, that might have just—I might have just broke uh,
0: all of it there. I yelled really loud into the microphone.
1: Are we good? Are we recording?
0: Yeah, we're fine. I just—I have to apologize to the people (laughs) in their car.
1: Oh, well, when you say it broke, I get nervous anymore. I don't know why. Well, the last time it busted, and we thought I was pregnant.
0: (laughs) You were. were. Nine months later you took a shit and had a baby Yoda.
1: <laughs> so all right. I'm gonna make an NFL I'm gonna make an NFL statement, not fantasy. How fucking is exci- how fucking exciting is it to watch uh, Brady uh, Herbert and Burroughs not against each other, but watch them grow into into what they're gonna be. Um, I think Brett or B Lover said it best. Um, Joe Burrow has got it. So, And you see it when he plays. It's just unfortunate he plays for such a shit team. But uh, I think he's going to make that franchise, if he stays there, a lot better. And uh, Herbert, why can't Josh Herbert? That's not his name. His name's not Josh, is it? Sure. Something. God damn it. Why can't I think? Anyway. Jesse. Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is... Also, Burrow-esque, if you ask me. Um, maybe a little bit more mobile, but uh, we'll. See. Yeah, the dude, the dude's got it as well. I like, I like seeing young dudes and them watch them do it well. The NFL is in good hands with guys as young as them.
0: Are you saying that he's baby brawnish?
1: Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. Uh,
0: so, Tom, <laughs> you can talk all so that. What's, fucking... your, what's your excuse? Okay, I want to hear your excuse. So one, one, i I don't have any the things it's It's been a weird season because I'm having up and down weeks, and there there's been weeks where it's hit, and there's weeks where it's just fucking gone. Now, Kenny Galladay he ended up being out that that was a game day decision, and i I I, I slept on it and missed it. i I had checked about an hour beforehand when they were still evaluating, and I yeah, fucked that one. Uh, the other one, I got a situation with uh, C at H there with Lev Ball, Lev Bell coming to town that I gotta I gotta start to rectify, and uh, it doesn't make it any better when the same thing happened to old Ronnie Jones with uh, Leonard Fournette coming back.
1: So, so, well, well, what what put Rojo in a bad place was him fucking fumbling. Did not help, and errant. Aaron- Arians, the, Bruce Arians said, uh, "All right, get the fuck off the field." And then that's when Fournette came in. So, and, a little bit of uh, self destruction there for Rojo.
0: Yeah. Now, the the good thing is, uh, you know, Zach Moss has been uh, he's had a put together a couple strong weeks. Uh, But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he goes into his bye uh, this week. I uh, know he's got a couple weeks oh, before he goes into his you bye. You guys
1: play the they uh, Seattle yeah, plays Buffalo this we week. Play
0: bu- they play Buffalo. So, uh,
1: I, I hot take here, play Zach Moss.
0: I, I, I don't know. Seattle's defense has been stifling up the opponents. Uh, and you know, they haven't been able to squeeze shit out of uh that. So I don't know. It maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, um,
1: if there is, a, if there is a record, I'm on record disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to officially disagree with that one. So,
0: yeah, uh, Better days ahead. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. We'll see what happens. Hey, man. What,
1: what What would have happened if you scored a hundred points, Ed?
0: Uh, I would have won, but Jeff didn't,
1: and he you won. You didn't fucking make it. You, you didn't make it hard on him.
0: Doesn't change it. He didn't. Win. Hey, he won.
1: Your, your chances of winning go up significantly more if you score a hundred points, or
0: more than the guy that you're playing. So they're both yeah. true statements. So anyways, uh, my left, my
1: left nut scored more points than your team.
0: So here's the problem is because of all the goddamn drama that happened, I didn't, I didn't make fun of Hefe near, near, near enough this last week as I was supposed to. And, uh, that I, I owe you an apology, Jeff. You're, you're a horrible human being that, that, that people don't like. You disgust us. And that's why you stay cooped up in your little fucking ranch house with your wife all the time. You never come out and hang out with us because you're just a gross, gross man. So I didn't get to talk about that. I didn't get to explore all the uh, the weird sexual perversions that you have, the things that you like to do with the animals you and Brent have talked about, the, the trips that you've taken to the foreign <laughs> countries. None of that got to be explored. I didn't even get to, to out your tax records like I'd planned. So I had a lot of things going for you into this uh, into this week that I just didn't get to, and uh, and I, I blame Joey. So yeah, that's that. So well, there you um, go.
1: If there was a record, I am uh, on record for being on the opposite side of everything you said ag- about Jefe.
0: Tom, we're recording even though, right now.
1: Even. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I, I, I take that back. All that hate I have for him this week, too, because he's got to face off against me this week. There you go, Tom.
0: Way to make it about you. We we're talking about my pains, my suffering, my enemies. <laughs>
1: You can't even score 70 points. Nobody fucking cares. I
0: can't. It's so fucking sad and pathetic, dude. <laughs> so sad and pathetic. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Let's talk. You know what? I'm going to talk about you, you bitch. Do it. Do it. Because because as much as you want, guess what? You scored all the points and still lost. So there's another... I don't hear you. There's, I would have
1: beat absolutely everybody in the league except for John. And guess
0: what? <laughs> Me and you got the same thing out of the weekend, a loss. A
1: loss. Yep.
0: Fantasy only, John Only
1: I'm in second place.
0: Fantasy John beats off all over the untouchables. This week's what? two highest scoring teeps, teams met in an epileptic battle as Fantasy John went down on the <laughs> untouchables 164 <laughs> to 139. This is a five-finger loss in recent years where the Untouchables has lost despite a high score. The loss drops Tommy T to 5-3 and and breaks his little bitch-ass two-game winning streak. Fantasy John is in first place and has the highest points per game average at 139. However... Tom was given gifts this week better than when Jesus was born. Something better than frankincense, (laughs) gold, and muir. He was given something better than the Northern Star to take him where he needed to go. He was given a gift wrapped in the present. Uh, But we're not talking about that. The Untouchables scored 123% of their projected 129 points. Dalvin Cook... He registered the second-highest point total of any player this season, and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron goddamn Rodgers, scored 29 points to lead old Johnny Boy. Patrick Mahomo put up the second-highest point total in the league this week, and he's on the wrong team, followed by Derrick Henry scoring 17 points for old Tommy, I just exploit people when they're down Tolman. Since Cook... (laughs) Was the top point-getter for Fantasy John, it means a different player has led the team each of the last four weeks with 24.5 points. Teddy Bridgewater paced the squad in Week 5. Travis Kelsey with 20 was tops in 6, and Aaron Rodgers 35 in 7. In Week 9, Fantasy John gets spray-tan sexy. That's not my name. While the Untouchables face Hefe. This was brought to you by Bad Decisions. Bad decisions were made all over the place last week here in the FIB. Bad decisions. All right, Tommy, what do you want to say here?
1: (laughs) So I'm feeling pretty good going into this. I'm I'm, I'm thinking, okay, hey, Aaron Rodgers has got a good matchup. Patrick Mahomes has got a really good matchup. So that's going to be a wash. Dalvin cook coming off of an injury was questionable all week long. I was like, "Mm, I don't even think he's going to play. What the fuck? Dalvin cook scores all, all of Minnesota's points and outscores Patrick Mahomes after he threw five fucking touchdowns. I know this, this is what, this is what upper class people talk about is having too many points. So I know I'm getting no sympathy from anybody in the FIB right now, but I I thought for sure I was going to win this after Patrick Mahomes' fucking stellar performance against a shitty defense. And then Dalvin Cook, of course, of course, Dalvin Cook against Green Bay has a career game. I love Dalvin Cook. The dude is a beast. I love seeing him do well. But why did it have to be against me? But it didn't matter. It didn't even matter. I mean, it would have mattered if uh, he didn't score all them points. I would have won. But uh, he had everybody except for his kicker go off on for him. Everybody went off. Well, not Kareem Hunt, but Fantasy John is an immovable object right now. And he has proven it week and week again to where if if you're going up against John, you have to have – the t- cream of the crop of your lineup in there to even break a sweat with him or for him to even break a sweat against you. So um, it, it's unless, unless the injury bug hits Fantasy John and his lineup, uh, he's not looking back, I don't think. John,
0: John scored 55 points with his starting running backs, right? On the yes. bench, he had 40 points. Uh, 36 points uh, Sitting on the bench just twiddling their fucking thumbs So not only was he attacking you with those 55 points on the starts But if somebody needs to stop and stretch out, he's got depth in that bench depth in that bench that's deeper than my team that he can pull from now I want to applaud fantasy John because he has been doing this all year uh, he, has, he has endured some of the most painful real-life football moments one could, one could uh, be forced to, to sit down and face. So he's had to As deal a with
1: Falcon that. fan, yeah. yeah.
0: But he's put together a solid team uh, week in and week out, and he's built it um, honestly. And he's built it off of the waiver wire and, and doing things the right way. Much of this is what he's either drafted or, or been able to pick up. Not so much, I would say, with your team. There is some additions to your team that hadn't been there um, in the past, and, and one of those, and I, I heard you mention, was Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes yes. acquired uh, acquired
1: in a uh, above line uh, trade.
0: Above line, yes, but extremely tilted and stupid, stupid trade. I am going to give away one of the premier quarterbacks who is doing it and doing it well and is on an upward trend. MVP of the fucking league last year, and I'm going to give him away for somebody...
1: No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Super Bowl MVP. Lamar Lamar Jackson. Super Bowl
0: MVP. And then he gives him that, and then, oh, by the way, the fucking Evans scoring touchdowns at a remarkable rate. He's going to give him away... For a quarterback who scored less points and then a possibility that Antonio Brown does something. One, he's got to get back on the field. Two, he's got to not be found guilty in December of fucking sexual assault and he's not got to shit the bed between now and then. So I'm going to give away something that is a fucking sure bet and I'm going to give it to a team that is already bumping the ceiling. I'm going to give them more than they need and I'm not going to I'm going to hopefully get a lottery ticket back for some year that you already know is going to end in a fucking train wreck this was a stupid stupid fucking trade not for you but for the other person involved and all of us in the league are having to sit back and be westcotted by this kind of bullshit trade just giving shit away so it's fucking garbage yes and it's horrible and and to to sit back and think that you're going that this was going to make you more competitive on on, on joey's side was absolutely asinine and yes it was above board It was above board. But, Tom, if I call you as I'm on the edge of a cliff about to jump and I give you my car, it's yours. But there are warning signs, man. (laughs) There's warning signs. You don't take it. You don't take the car, Tom. That's what you did. You took the car. No, no,
1: no. no. That's not what happened. That's
0: exactly what happened. I tell the truth. We've already established that you have a pattern of lying on this show. And I am a soothsayer of truth.
1: I am going to tell you exactly... What happened? The absolute, the absolute one hundred percent truth. I think. And I think you owe it to everybody the in the, everybody in the fib text chat group saw Joey's asinine market or his comment was Patrick Mahomes is on the trading block. So immediately, I sent him a trade request. I said uh, I will give you Josh Allen for Patrick Mahomes. Never thinking it was going to catch traction. Because why? Be- I just because it's because it was. I thought he was just being angry, Joey. Okay. Okay. So, and then I, I put it out there, and that's it. I'm out, I'm in the garage watching something, working on something like I always am, and my phone rings, and it's Joey, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, he wants to. Talk shit to me about offering up josh allen to him. No, we're not talking football at all We're talking life. We're talking this we're talking that him and his team just broke his team just broke uh, Sales records for the company just set a uh, a monthly record in sales for uh, the company like an all-time record So he wants uh, to
0: celebrate by giving you fucking Patrick Mahomes and 50 points
1: no, no, I'm just letting you know what really happened. Oh, okay. So we're, we're talking about this, we're talking about that, and then we start talking actual NFL and, and how, how shitty the Broncos are and how awesome the Niners are, and he was on the other side of that, of course, and that, that's where that text came out. It was like, hey, when you think Romanowski, what team do you think he played for? And I said Niners, he said Denver Broncos. And that's when I put it out there and you guys all proved him right. And I was wrong. So that's where this was at. And then I was like, Hey, did you see my, did you see my trade request? And he's like, no, I didn't fuck it." He's like, I don't look at that shit. If you want to trade with me, you tell me, you tell me face to face, you call me or you text me. I'm like, Oh, I was like, well, uh, apparently you don't know how the trades work. You got to do it through the app. He's like, well, I'm not going to look at them unless you call me. I'm like, well, you called me, so you is you said you want to get rid of Patrick Mahomes. He's like, yeah, fuck that, dude. These are his words. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I'm tired of his up and down. I, I just don't want him on my team anymore. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, fucking look at what I got, and I'll trade with you. He says, I want Josh Allen if he – can continue to be week one through week four, Josh Allen, not to what Josh Allen he's been lately. I was like, well, I can't, I can't fucking promise you that. D- and stop, time like, out. That's where you
0: probably said, you know what, I'll guarantee you that because I fucking just lie. So, okay, go ahead and continue well, on. No, you, so you no, guaranteed him that. Josh Allen, one through four. Go ahead.
1: No, never said that. And then, then he's – this is his words. He's like, no, wait, wait. I know. Who has, uh, who has Antonio Brown. And I'm like, Joey, I do. Dade County Sheriff's like, Department. This is per- These are his words. I'm not making this up. These are his words. Who has Antonio Brown? Like he was going to stop trading with me because he wanted Antonio Brown. I was like, Joey, I have Antonio Brown. He's like, oh, this is perfect. I want Antonio Brown and Josh Allen. And I was like, okay, well, who else are you going to give me? And he said, Mike Evans. And I'm like, Joey, are you serious right now? And he's like, Yes, I'm done. I'm done with Mahomes. You can have Evans. And I'm like, All right, send me the trade. Or no, I I was like, All right, here's the trade. And I sent him the trade and he accepted. And I was like, All right, I gotta call Ed. And then I called you. There's the exact story. Only that was about a two and a half hour process of where only fantasy football was talked about ten minutes.
0: So Basically, you got Joey on the phone. You probably told him to, hey, let's he start having me.
1: drinks. He called me.
0: Let's just start having drinks. And he Joey Joey was like, all right. Whoa. And then you manipulated him, Tom. You manipulated him with drugs and fantasies <laughs> and promises of Josh Allen and previous yesteryear. And probably a Ouija board. <laughs> some kind of sex cult. The, the, the owl god Moloch. And and you called me yes and you're hey is this an above board trade yes is it a shitty trade yes does it fucking ruin everything about this league for eleven I'm sorry ten other people yes it fucking does it
1: ruin the league
0: it it makes the fucking good get better while the worst just gets worse and it was it was lopsided and if there was a veto ability. The league would have stepped up and vetoed this shit.
1: There was a veto ability, you and me. It's different, and though. We changed I it. The deci- I, made, I didn't make the decision. That's what I said. No, yeah. that is the – you and I are the veto. No, I know. And, and it, you, would, you would not have accepted it if it wasn't above the board. No, I wouldn't have. But, yeah. I mean – And I wouldn't have either. So.
0: But that doesn't mean it was, mean it was done, a good trade.
1: It was for me.
0: Yeah, I think this is where I say the dynamic. This is where sometimes well, the league also needs to realize the dynamic that they that they made and we chose when they said, no, we just wanted to go to this type of, of veto when it comes to trades. Now you can have lopsideds and you don't have a voice in it. It's just, it's either yes or no. So yep. just think about it, bitches. Next time and you guys start re- bitching.
1: and for And for the record, not one trade has been vetoed in this league. Every trade that has come across... Yours or my uh, desk, if you will, stamp has been approved. approved. Not one has been canceled. So that's the trades. Are, trades are up almost a hundred percent in the fi. Oh, actually, they well over a hundred percent this year than they have been in past years because of all the trade hate that was happening. And this is this is where Butters stands for sure. Butters has been. The voice for this change for years, and this is what that change looks like.
0: This is why I don't listen to people. And when every time somebody calls and no, says, I'm a "We need to fan. change it. I've
1: been, I'm, am also on that side. Mm-hmm. You're it, is, you're right, it is your right. Horrible. Your right. It is your right to run your football team as well, or as shitty as you think. I agree. But Joey, Joey, it, Joey had a gut feeling on AB, and it was like, you know what, this dude's gonna blow up, and we don't know. We fucking don't we know. Don't. We don't. We don't this could be Him the greatest
0: This could be the greatest quarterback duo ever. This could be it. It could set the new mark of what is great in the world. Yep. But he's gonna have to get out of custody first and that's gonna happen. That's that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, how uh, much
1: how much fantasy football playing are we doing in December? Uh, d- yeah. No, no, I know I
0: it's still shitty, Tom. There, you can't justify it, man. It's shitty. And if, and if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd be, you'd be calling me out too. So fuck it's, yourself.
1: It's fair. It was fair, though. It was fair. Everything was, everything was fair. And he wanted to get rid of him. I'm not going to shoot a gift horse in the mouth if, when I'm presented with something.
0: Tom, if I, if I was a real estate agent and I was selling houses and somebody came up to me and I was selling a house and it had a certain value... Say 100,000. We're just saying numbers. And then this person walks in, and they're super special needs. I mean, like, super special needs. And then I fucking just bumped the charge up to, like, 130, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's special too. They don't know no different, right? They're just writing checks This in this world, right? That's what you did. You took the, the value of something, and you fucking changed it, and you made a special needs person believe that the value was different than what it really was. And now we sit in this conundrum where the uh, you're a fucking jackass. That's all.
1: I wish I wish you could have been a fly on the wall and saw how little talk I did in that thing. He talked himself out of Patrick. You should Mahone. have hung up. I had to do. I had to do nothing. What? You should have hung so up. So somebody. So somebody else could jump on it.
0: You should have. You should have. You know what? You should have called Tom as a fucking intervention. So you should have called. You should have got on here. We could have got all of us on here and done an intervention for Joey because obviously he was doing drastic things that weren't good for his life and well-being.
1: Not my life, not my problem. <laughs>
0: <Let's talk. laughs>
1: Man, I got to eat some dinner I gotta, at some point. I do, ha- I, do have, yeah, I do have some serious Joey talk when we get to his uh, matchup. Okay. So Silent
0: Killers gets another victory against Freaks and Zeke, and he climbs into sixth place.
1: Do you want to read this one? Sure, most definitely. Okay. As you just said that, uh, the two-headed monster of DK Metcalf and Derek Carr led the charge as Silent Killers beat Freaks and Zeke 110 to 82. The tandem joined forces to register 48 points, clearly outperforming Ryan Tannehill and Keenan Allen, The the top two on Freaks and Zeke, that is. Metcalf racked up 161 motherfucking yards against the San Francisco motherfucking 49ers, adding 34 points. Carr also tackled, sorry, Carr also tacked on 14 points for the winners. Silent Killers took a five-point lead on Sunday afternoon and held the lead throughout the matchup. This win was revenge for a loss to Freaks and Zeke in their last meeting a season ago. These two teams are tied for sixth place with a record of four and four. But Silent Killers has a clear lead in points, 985 to 844, because all them running backs that Butters have are all doo-doo butter. Yup. On top of the loss, Freaks and Zeke received zero points for Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Tevin, <laughs> Tevin Coleman probably deserved more touches, but he only had one leg as he put up a whopping 20 total yards on three touches. Yeah, he did well with the three carries he got, but then uh, after that he re-injured the same knee he fucking was on IR for. My goodness. So, yay. Yay, Niners! In addition to the fantasy W, Silent Killers was savvy enough to pick winners in real-life football, too. The Los Angeles Rams defense is the only starter that wasn't part of a winning effort in Week 8 for Powder. Since Metcalf was the leading point getter for the silent silent killers, it means different players have now topped the team in each of the past five weeks. With 47 points, Dak Prescott, ouch, paced. <laughs> he ain't pacing shit mm-hmm. now. He's not even pacing the squad in week four. <laughs> while Adam, hooked on a feeling, put up 24 points to lead the way in week five, and will fill her up. What's tops in week six and Derek dude, where's my car led last week with 24 points next week. Silent killers gets hail Mary Jane at two and six while freaks and Zeke matches up with Hodor at three and five. So
0: when you take a look at at this one, the box score, right Uh, there wasn't a way for Travis Butterman to put this together and get a win. But I have to tell you how mad is he seeing what is going on with Zeke Elliott? How fucking mad is he?
1: God. Yeah, that is uh, the one bright spot they have right now because the dude legit just needs somebody to hand the ball to him. But that offensive line is playing like shit. There's no They're going to Cooper rush now as their quarterback. Um, all that talent at wide receiver is now like, well, fucking who's going to throw me the ball? But what this does is solidifies Dak Prescott's position in that roster. It's like, D- look at what we are without me. Yeah. But I will go out and say they weren't winning fucking games with him either. But uh, they were putting points on the board, Yeah, that's they, for sure.
0: They, they would much rather... Try to do it that way than they are right now. This is horrible. This is hard to watch. This is yep. JV bullshit of yeah. quarterbacks and people that we don't have any clue who they are, and they're suiting up and running out there. And goddamn, it's ugly.
1: But uh, but I can tell you as uh, in, as NFL fans, Seahawks fans, and 49er fans alike, the one thing that we agree on is we both fucking hate Dallas Fuck and cowboys. when Dallas is when Dallas is doing shitty things are good man things are good
0: The whole with the exception of Tampa Bay the rest of the NFC is uh, is a little little weird this year uh, Yeah
1: I thought Green Bay was going to be fucking unstoppable and then they lose to Dalvin Cook but doesn't basically that, Doesn't that kind of
0: Don't they do that a lot though isn't that kind of a year after year thing like they're the perennial hot for some period of time, and then just all of a sudden they start losing, and the wheels come off for whatever reason. And yep. they took—they're going to have big hits this week. They got uh, all their fucking wide receivers are on COVID.
1: All their yeah, all their running backs are uh, running Jamal at Yeah, Jamal Williams out COVID. I was going to start him this week, but now not not so much. You should Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is safe, but he's questionable and uh AJ Dillon their third string is the one that started all this shit so
0: so i think but, right there you've named at least two starters for you this week um you know do your do your best to get them into your lineup <laughs> now powder powder i love has three tight ends on his team he can't get enough and uh you know what's the plan going forward here you're just going to start Two of them? Come in. You going to pull that? We've seen how that's worked out for other people. Is that the plan? Huh? What are you doing? Drop some of them goddamn tight ends and let some of the rest of us get them. Some of us are sucking dicks every week for tight end, and you're over here, got them shit stacked up like a goddamn moron. Let them go, man. (laughs) I need help. Let them go. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This just in,
1: he's probably dropping uh, Noah Fant, but uh, we'll see. Is it? We'll see. It, he's not hurt, <laughs> is he? Is, is Fant, Did Fant get hurt? He did get hurt, but he scored 8.2 points in the win against the Clippers. Uh, Tom, I, I, I said the Clippers. Some
0: people, that could be their leading score. Like, let's not. Uh, that was more than my tight end scored. That's more than I think most of my team scored. so so i'll take i'll take eight points wherever the fuck i can find them
1: Uh, eight points from a tight end right now is fucking that's gold dude i'd take it from
0: a i had a wide receiver i would have taken two from so uh good thing powder's doing well i mean he's scoring points he's had some losses but i mean he consistently scores points he has some depth there uh and that dk metcalf that is just Fucking amazing to watch as an NFC fan, Tom. You gotta love it every time that bucket drops.
1: I don't have to like it, but yeah. it is impressive.
0: Okay. See, that was that was very respectful. <laughs> uh, anything, anything else? Uh, this one didn't ever really get close. It wasn't that fun, like.
1: No, uh, I did. I did think Ryan Tannehill was going to have a hell of a lot better game for Butters, and I thought Tevin Coleman was going to have a hell of a lot better game as well. So I, I initially thought Butters was going to take this one, not by a lot, but I thought he was going to take this one because of those two players alone, um, Tannehill and Coleman. But D uh, J. Dallas needs AJ to Brett, be in
0: that starting lineup, buddy.
1: Yeah, uh, he he had him on his bench. He could have. He could have done it with no. I don't. He couldn't have done it no. even with that. But so. that's a
0: that's a tough one, right? Yeah. You, you just third, really
1: third or fourth string running back. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I mean, it goes to show that their running game there is fine. It that is, You can you can plug in a running back and and they'll be okay. They're, they're they're doing it okay. It's just finding the one that's going to be upright on a Sunday and being able to have him, and then trust. Do you oh, trust you're the
1: oh. – you're the San Francisco 49ers, too? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations, Powder.
0: Oh, yeah, congratulations. And that was 6th and 7th playing against each other, so just kind of battling it out in the middle. Uh, that could come back to haunt Butters, though, uh, as he may try to scrape his way into 6th place and get into that upper half. So, yes, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll read the recap here for the End Zone Maniacs giving the business to old Schottenheimer's kids to even their (laughs) lifelong series. So old baby Ty-Ty and the End Zone Maniacs picked up a 26 points from Devontae Adams and 22 points from Corey Davis, leveling Schottenheimer's kids 102 to even worse than me with 57 Endzone Maniacs, or Baby Tie Tai, took a seven-point lead on Thursday and never looked back over his shoulders, even as he was tapping it from behind. Schottenheimer's kids have lost their fifth straight in this matchup. Well, Joey sinks into the cellar, and Endzone Maniacs remains in third place, a strong showing from the smallest of the Tolmans. There was a player on both teams that had plenty of chances but didn't capitalize on opportunities. On the Schottenheimer's kids, Melvin Gordon got 14 touches but only tallied 47 total yards. While Jamichael Hasty was even less effective managing just 31 yards on 13 touches for baby tie-tie. Adams has now led the end zone maniacs in scoring in back-to-back weeks and will continue to look to do so next week. Baby Ty-Ty takes on Jakey-Poo, the pink Eye Slayers, in week nine, while Joey Hoey battles Kyler Reek's B-Lover for the bottom.
1: That was it? Yeah, this, this one was uh, very lackluster, uh, or one-sided, if I should say. Um, Tyler took a chance with Baker Mayfield. He threw up a fucking stink bomb, but he still won handedly. Uh, Devin Singletary, I think finally gets in the end zone. And I think that's what there was two touchdowns for Zach Moss and one for Devin Singletary. Yeah. Jamichael hasty is a fourth string, fifth string running back for San Francisco and had to be started, pulled off the, uh, practice squad two, three weeks ago. And Devonte Adams, like you said, is, he's going to continue leading the squad week after week unless he can figure out which quarterback he hits for him, either what's-his-face uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, well, it's not going to be Matthew Stafford this week because he is now on the COVID fucking uh, the COVID list as well. Again, second time this year. Well, the first one was in preseason, but whatever. And that fucking kicker of his, Young Way Koo, Koo for Atlanta, Koo. is kicking all the fucking points. And newly acquired in a trade with the Untouchables, Corey Davis goes O-F-F for T-Dog. So, um, Tyler's got, Tyler's got some pieces that could potentially get him, uh, further up in the rankings. Hopefully not too much more because he's right behind me or right behind Heffy, I should say. And, uh. Yeah, I, he can he can stay in my review for all I care. I don't want to play him again.
0: Well, yeah, and you mentioned Tyler. You know, he's got Chase Edmonds who comes back now uh, as a starting running back and by all, uh, you know, watching the games that they've played, looks like a better running back, uh, a little bit more explosive. So that's a good one. Uh, so Not
1: a Drake. I am not a Drake fan. No. So.
0: Uh, and then you know Chris Carson is on the cusp of coming back. It's just a matter of uh, when they finally pull that. So you know those are those are good signs for him. The only other one on his bench that you would have been like a great player was Ceedee Lamb way back when he had a quarterback. So
1: yeah. and, and Tyler making some money moves this week as well uh, after losing uh, George Kittle. To IR and potentially the rest of the season. I don't think Tyler gets to play him at all anymore this year. He takes a note uh, out of fantasy
0: his, season. He takes a note out of his daddy's book and goes to the well.
1: Yep, trades away a hot rookie sensation, CD uh, Lamb, for a top ten tight end in Hayden Hurst from the team he just fucking shellacked. So.
0: Joey, as Joey continues his way. He, he hands he hands off a top ten tight end for a receiver in an offense that no longer has anybody can throw the football
1: he does have darren waller though who is a top four tight end so or top three excuse me
0: you don't think you don't think with this with the fucking uh as tight as we are with tight ends oh, i'm just i'm sick of it i'm sick of it Sick of it, Tom. C-, C-, C. D. Lamb. C. D. Lamb could be a keeper for him, <laughs> him next year. Yeah, he could. And and you get. We don't know. We don't know. You never know. You never know. I just. I'm so mad that so, I keep losing, and I want to take it out on somebody. So I'm going to well, take it out um, on you.
1: Before before we get done here, I need to put my commissioner hat on. Is I've it- had my friend. It- I've had my friend hat. I've had my friend hat on. I've had my my uh, fib manager hat on all week, and it's in regards to actions that went down this weekend uh, via text messages and and shit like that. Um, so one of our one of our fib managers that uh, runs the Schottenheimer kids, who will remain nameless. <laughs> Uh, the bear got poked, the proverbial bear got poked and um, this motherfucker pokes the bear probably more than anybody in the league. And it happened to him this week and he did not respond well. And I'm going to tell you right now, I did not take it lightly and none of that, none of the, none of the ill words or anger was ever, Directed towards me personally, but it, uh, it's something that this league does not need. It's something that this league doesn't stand for. We talk shit to each other, but in the end, we're all fucking brothers. We're all friends. Um, we may like one less than the other or more than the other, but we're all friends. We've been, we've been through some shit together or we've experienced some of the same things together, but we've always been there for each other. That's one thing. So I know we get into some dark places. Sometimes we say some shit we don't mean, but when it comes at the expense of the FIB, I'm not, I'm not cool with it. So, if you think you're going to throw out words to quit the FIB or belittle one of the FIB members in a way that's not in a playful, competitive manner, I don't take that lightly at all. And if it happens again, I'm, 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 there's, no, there's no fucking room for it, and I guarantee I will put it to vote, or, or I'll just fucking kick you out myself. So but I will do the right thing and we'll put it to vote. It's like if anybody anybody this is not just Joey, anybody Wait, does he's that
0: supposed to remain nameless.
1: No, everybody knows who he is. It's like just don't fucking do that. There there's a there's a right and a wrong way to do shit and you did it the wrong way. So regardless of how you feel about somebody, those are for those are words you have directly with that person. That not in the FIB chat and you don't fucking threaten to quit this league because we will replace you. It will not be fucking hard. I'm just saying it right now. It will not be hard, but we don't want to. That is, the, that is the point to take away from this. Nobody wants to see any 12 of us leave. But if just the, what happened this weekend, do the complete opposite. That's all. Now I'm going to take my commissioner hat off. Joey, I love you to death, and I and I was kind of hurt by that shit. And I'm glad you're still in the league. Let's just keep it that way.
0: So there we go. So, so to be honest with you, Tommy, you know, and I I will say this: the the words I didn't care. Say what you want. Shit doesn't bother me. That's I I like talking shit. And sometimes people get mad. That's the goal of it, right? It's like you talk shit. To bother the other person. Like sometimes you want to get a zinger, but the ultimate goal of talking shit is to get the other person to snap and lose their shit. I don't know how many times I have fucking screamed at you when you weren't there when we've been texting, or I don't know how many times my fucking team has put up 62 points and I've screamed at my fucking phone and said, I'm fucking done with this bullshit. I'm tired of it. I don't want fuck you, fuck him, fuck Brent, fuck the dog. I'm out. I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, fuck all you guys. You fuck guys. your
1: dog. You fuck your dog all the time.
0: Sometimes um so I get it. <laughs> I, I do. I get it. The 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 one thing is that when you say you're going to quit, when you're going to walk away, that brings up so many things that you don't realize. Like there's a domino effect And, in Tom you mentioned it. There's a lot of people that do like what we do. Um we a lot there a lot, there are there's is. a lot of people that that do and and there's people outside of our league that, that even listen to this stupid bullshit just because it's fun and they like being part of it um and that's not to say that and again we don't want anybody to leave at all ever i i don't want this to come across that there's some kind of beef between me and joey uh but love the dude i'll make fun of him i just i won that that round i won that exchange and he lost his shit uh and uh, move on i have i have no other ill words or feelings towards that and honestly, that was the best you had. Fuck, dude. I ain't not even started. So if we want to go around too, man, <laughs> you got you to gotta bring some ammunition, you know? So uh, somebody, honestly, here's, here's what happened. A long time ago, I worked for, some, for somebody, right? And I was talking shit to a buddy of mine down the hallway or whatever, and he overheard it. And he called me into his office, and he said, he said, look, you talk shit you talk shit he goes it's my job and it's my responsibility to make sure that I'm I'm more mature and I don't let that stuff bother me personally so talk all the shit you want just just know that it might come back to me but I won't ever hold that against you and so that's just it was a lesson that I learned like oh how I can do this and play with it and have fun with it but I don't have to take it personal and so that's why I looked at it in that exchange I won Eh, move on and uh, I wish I would have been playing him, though. That would have been better as if I would have been that, playing him and got him to snap his shit. That would have been
1: awesome. If you were playing him and he fucking threatens to
0: quit. <laughs> yeah. Then it would have been fucking perfect. Unfortunately, yeah. this one, it, because I think people did feel that it was a little weird, like, you know, dad just slapped mom. That I think that some of the banter that Brent would have wanted to bring about his fucking pathetic close-ass game was missing and so I, I, yeah. again <clears throat> one thing that people don't realize and kate brought this up Every we we spent a lot of time putting shit together that there's there's no entry level asked of anybody other than just you know pay your piece right there's there's no bar of entry like there's no expectations of anybody to write anything comment on anything talk it's just you get to enjoy it but we've put out time energy money i mean to, to, to bring these things to it. We, we put together the draft weekends so that they're fun. Sometimes the things hit, sometimes they don't. But you have to go a long ways to find people that go out of their way for no fucking gain. There is no nope. gain that we get out of this. We put all the effort into it. And so when when you sit back and you receive that and all you do is bitch or all you do is, is pick it apart or all you do is tear at it, you have to realize that you're not adding to something. So... There's there's when you're adding to it and trying to bring people together. And then when you're sitting back and trying to tear something apart, um, it just that's what I just want to be careful of. And that's where I felt that maybe I had yeah. gone too far. But then I realized, no, no, that's the fucking name of the game. And we're dudes. We're not chicks. So we don't we don't harbor that shit. We fucking we mean we talk about it the next day. Move on. And, and we're good. So I am glad that we talked about it here so that everybody understood that it it, it, it was something. But it's not the end of the world. It's it's shit talking, and, and we're we're good.
1: Yeah, and and that's why I, and that's why I wanted to uh, uh, delineate between Commissioner Tom mm-hmm. and and friend Tom. Like friend Tom, I I'm with you all day, Joey. But uh, I don't agree with what you were saying and the way you were going about it. But Commissioner Tom has to put down those black and white the black and white rules and Hey, we we, I can't stand for that.
0: But how so. quick, but Tom, just how quick after that snap happened, did somebody text you and say, Hey, uh, so uh, is there an opening? Uh, I have, Oh
1: my <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, I, I had to, blo- I said to start blocking numbers.
0: <laughs> Dude, that shit was so funny, man. Yep. I was, I was surprised at how quick the side text came with, hey, so is there, is there some availability? Do we have room? Uh, when are we taking nominations? Yep. Uh, none exactly. of us, we are all replaceable, my friends. We are all replaceable. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm replaceable. I can be easily replaced. That's we got good. rid of you. We got rid of your ass once. It's only. What? Yep. It's only through fucking grace and love that Chano has for you that you're even uh, a co-commissioner of this league.
1: <laughs> I was voted out and voted in, and I didn't even vote yes.
0: Yeah, it was a coup.
1: I was brought back in. I was brought back in under my own, uh, with, under my uh, out. Or what, what am I trying to say? Against my will.
0: <laughs> you, were, you were thrown out and brought back in all against your will. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to say that was one of my finer moments of manipulation in this league. That was
1: pretty funny. That uh, was pretty- All
0: right, so Joey, we're just gonna go ahead and we're gonna call you bye week number two, only because I'm I'm feeling pretty bye weekish. Um, but I think that you will remain in the cellar, and you do have some pieces there for next season that you could put together. I do want to remind you though, you got to put your best foot forward. There's no tanking. There's no stanking. Your team sucks, but it doesn't mean that you get to suck any harder. Got to make your best foot forward every week. Tyler said so. He wanted me to make sure that I emphasized that we play every week.
1: Yes, every week. And uh, so, what's your what's your plan against uh, fantasy John?
0: My plan against fantasy John? Well, one of two <laughs> things. I got I got I got one of two things. So the upright plan is I have my team has had big weeks where we've scored and John's had weeks where he's had down weeks. So I need those two to be opposed to each other. I'm on the up while he's on the down.
1: That is hashtag analysis for your ass.
0: The other is I will just cheat. I will go back after the fact and I will rearrange my roster to make sure I have the best players in.
1: Best ball? You're going to make this a best ball matchup? For me, Yes. <laughs> Have you ever? Have you ever done a best ball league?
0: I haven't. I haven't.
1: Me neither. Me neither. I've uh, actually, and I've uh I've been I've been looking in. I've been not uh, not looking in to join, but just looking at the rules of some other leagues, like a best ball league, or have you seen those different uh, uh, leagues that do? Um, it's called like not a suicide draft, but like a uh, uh, a randomized draft where you have a set set draft order but there's a randomizer when it comes to you just boom it tells you you have to draft this position at on from this nfl team but the player cannot rank higher than so uh some yeah you have to take it's a randomized thing that sounds it. It's pretty. It's pretty ridiculous. Like, oh, you got the number one over one, uh, one, uh, one overall, and the randomizer hits and says you have to take a Carolina Panther quarterback. And you're like, oh shit, okay, okay, okay. And then, and then, and then, like, point two is like, you have to take a running back out of the NFC West, or you have to take a wide receiver that is in the top twelve uh, receiving or yards after catch. From nineteen ninety nine or something, whatever. I it's just it's just super ridiculous, random things, and you have to do the you have to pick somebody that fits that criteria.
0: That sounds horrible.
1: It does. Yeah, but it's like everybody's stuck in there, or you get like you have to draft Patrick Mahomes.
0: Honestly, it sounds more like a uh, like football nerd Saturday night party right like exactly like it's exactly. football it's d D&D. it's
1: like it's not the foot. it's not the league you're putting all your money into that's for sure it'd be like a fun like hey let's see what happens league
0: so fantasy football is like sex there's lots of ways that you can do it and they're all pretty okay right
1: Mich- missionary right that's the only way right
0: that's that's this is the way <laughs> But I've I've seen on the internet. I, apparently, there's other ways. There's a, this is also the way. But what I'm saying is, there's lots of ways what that you can do
1: fuck it. Fuck the internet.
0: What I'm saying is, there's lots of ways that you can do it. One of those ways would be to take a leather strap and wrangle your balls with it and smack yourself on the head with a wooden spoon while you're jerking off. Still going to get that you there. Church. But it doesn't I call sound as much fun as missionary. <laughs> so. Again, there's lots of ways you can do it, but I think I'm going to stick with my good old standard. I get to pick the players I want, uh, like at least in the order. I mean, I could go auto draft. I would do better, uh, but that's different. Auto draft is way better than that bullshit you were talking about.
1: No, I, I, you can't tell me that didn't spark like some interest just to see what would happen. But where because once you draft your team, you can't like. It's like a suicide league. Tom, because you can't go and pick anybody off the waiver wire and all that. shit.
0: Do you want to have sex with a midget wearing goth?
1: I can't say no, but
0: do you want to do that every day? Do you want that to be where you put you would bring home the groceries to it?
1: That's what I I said. That's not the league you want to put all your money into. Same thing. But it might be exciting. Could be. You don't know.
0: I would like to try it, Tom. It sounds you. You have me intrigued, man.
1: I don't, uh, you're not selling me on that emotion.
0: Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dig it. I think we got more games. Do we still have more games to get to? Did we talk about, we talked No,
1: that's all. That, that was all, all of them? Yeah.
0: Oh. I just, don't I kind of feel like we petered out. Like, I almost feel like.
1: Well, I mean, I think we probably should have started with the. Uh, circumcision? Don't, don't quit the, don't quit the FIB. You and can't. then don't started quit. on a, started on a uh, top. Uh. Uh, or ended on a high note, so it was probably misplaced.
0: So uh, do we want to talk about – those are recaps. Do we have any preview shit that we want to say about this week's games? Should I go through and make my 99% uh, predictions?
1: Yeah, I mean, your money, right?
0: I have been. I've, I've made – I think now I'm up to six uh, wrong uh, 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 selections uh, f- officially. If I go back and listen to the tapes, I think it's six.
1: So if the playoffs started right now, Butters, you, Chano, Joey, Hodor would all be out. Not in that order. So get your shit together.
0: You didn't mention, you didn't mention my team.
1: I did. I said you. Oh.
0: When you, when you say you, you're referring to me.
1: All right, Butters, Ed, Chano, B-Lubber, Hoey, and Hodor all out of the playoffs right now.
0: If you had to guess, who's wearing the Grumpy Bear at the end of the season?
1: Who's wearing the Grumpy Bear at the end of the season? I believe it will be, uh, that's kind of low-hanging fruit. So I'm going to pick Joey.
0: All right, you heard it here.
1: Hot take. I was going to I was going to say Joe, I was going to say Chano, but that was kind of that was low hanging fruit, but uh, I'll take the guy who's legitimately in the 12 spot right now. I have
0: I like it. I and like dude,
1: it. Dude, I even told him, I was like, if you end up in that grumpy bear, I am never letting that shit go. I am, he will always be. And that's what I said. If, he, if, uh, if he's in it, I hope Tyler wins it all. You make
0: conditions cause... of your friendship based on his success as you rape him of the two most valuable players on his team. You are a These goddamn things... piece of work, Tom.
1: These things all happened after the train.
0: It's all the same thing. Your, your levels of manipulation, hatred, and, and debauchery are Ugh. epic.
1: Epic. I manipulated zero
0: people. You're trying to do it right now. You got People, you can't see this. He's got one of them fucking Scooby-Doo charms. He's swinging in front of the screen like he's going to hypnotize me. I'm not going to listen. <laughs> I'm not looking at your goddamn charm, Tom. I'm not. I'm looking away.
1: Uh,
0: screen, but I wanted
1: off. it, but I wanted at a carnival,
0: Tom. You know what's awesome is living in the middle of the Pacific on th- Wednesday night at 10 p.m. I get to watch The Mandalorian tonight. Does it come out on Thursday?
1: Yeah, you gotta wait till tomorrow. Oh, yeah, so tomorrow night,
0: Yo, that's right. So after Thursday night football. I get to have dinner and hang out, and then The Mandalorian I get to watch before I go to bed.
1: Yeah, I got to stay up really late to do that.
0: Yeah. It's pretty awesome.
1: But my friend, guess who has every Friday off? Who? Your boy, me. Russell Wilson? No, Tommy T.
0: Oh. Tom, that goddamn... People, if you could see this, Tom, (laughs) he's got a... Do you remember in Stand By Me... When they were needing money, and the one kid's like, I got the comb, that black comb that he had in his back pocket. Tommy's got that shit, and he's brushing out his fucking salt and pepper beard, which, by the way, it's a great looking beard. Uh, kind of. Oh, I take care of it. Yeah, you look kind of Burt Kreischer ish. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean.
1: Love- El Machina.
0: What you look like, Burt Kreischer, right before um, uh, they before get?
1: Before he got fat?
0: No, right before, right before Silver October, when he looks the worst. That's that's what you look like right now. You look like Burt Kreischer. You wa-
1: have you have you watched the cabin?
0: I haven't. It's on my list.
1: Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious, dude! You gotta watch, you gotta watch this the second episode. Has uh, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, Feimester Fortune and or Fortune Feimeister and uh, Nicky Glazer. Yeah. And it it is fucking hilarious.
0: Do they all get but in a I pile? Heard,
1: I heard, no, 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 no. Shit. It's it's fucking hilarious, and you might cry in it too. I I honestly do think you might cry. God damn it, I cry in a that lot I'm, of shit. But no, I mean, I it, it was a cut, it it almost jerked a tear out of me, and that takes a lot. But uh, um, there's also an episode, I guess, where him and uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, or not Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. There's an episode with those two and somebody else. I can't remember who the other one is. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that's the best one. Nice. I haven't got,
0: yeah, I haven't so. I haven't checked uh I haven't checked that one out. I, I don't even want to tell you the shit I'm watching right now because it's, it's kind of embarrassing. It's nothing good. Just... Caribers? No, I'm, I'm trying to watch uh, uh, Lupin the Third, uh, The Count of Costavelo It's a... What? Yeah. And then and then Netflix new uh, series that's out. Uh, oh, God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm only telling you this so that you can shame me for it. I got it right here.
1: Well, it must be great if you can't remember what it's called.
0: Well, I, I finished Dragon's Dogma. Uh,
1: is, Blood that of... a- is that anime shit?
0: Yeah. Blood of Zeus. It's so bad, Tom. So bad.
1: Well, I mean, anime is really, really popular. <sighs> it is really popular. I will not give anime shit. I don't watch it, but I will never give it shit because I know it has a huge following.
0: So does the KKK, Tom? Are you not going to give them shit, huh? Are y'all on board because they got something's got a large following? You're all on board for it?
1: That's that's completely different, Ed. And no, I am not pro KKK. Okay, Fuck them I'm, guys.
0: I'm glad you said that because I was nervous. North Idaho. Nervous <laughs> uh, so have you wa-
1: have you watched Yellowstone? I haven't. Get on that shit, dude. Three seasons, ten episodes apiece. They're fucking awesome. T- Sheree and I just finished season three last night at, like, almost midnight because I was working and doing some bullshit. Mm. Like, we were supposed to record last night. It was my fault that I had to bail on you. You were busy and watching I, fucking uh, season 27
0: of Yellowstone with your goddamn broad.
1: There's, a, I wish there was 27 seasons. There's only three no, we, we were boot or not bootlegging, it was it's on uh YouTube live and you because it has the Paramount Network. Bootleg the and Paramount chill. Network.
0: Is that a is that I a thing a, now? Bootleg okay. and chill.
1: Bootleg and chill. Yep.
0: That's it. You get a hooker and you bring her back to your house and then you just watch anime. That's bootleg and chill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> So could could you, I wonder if you, can you bootleg hookers? What? Well, aren't they? I mean,
0: unless you're in Nevada or Amsterdam, aren't they all bootleg?
1: Oh yeah. Good point. That's why they fucking pay you the big bucks, dude. That's why I get the big
0: money, Tommy. Well, Hey, I'm going to get out of here. I got, I got some hookers. I got to go bootleg, uh, and get my shit together. Uh, what are you planning on doing the rest of the week?
1: Uh actually I'm going to uh oh be lover will love this. Um this weekend I'm going to Oregon. <laughs> Ooh, are you? You, you go- know, actually we're going to Mount Hood. We got a cabin up there. We're going to go up there for the weekend with a group of six or eight people total are including you- me and Sheree. Yeah. Be honest
0: with me, Tom. Are you going because of the decriminalization of cocaine, methamphetamine and heroin in Oregon?
1: No, I heard about that today, and it's it's not it's only small amounts that are decriminalized, not but if so, all three of those if all three of those if you have a little bit that's a lot to me.
0: That's why you're going.
1: No, no. Do you get a little black
0: doing? tar and bring yourself up with a little in the peep, beep and then a little ha ha. Next thing you know, you'll be. Smart. I have,
1: ne- I've never been about that. Beep beep or ha
0: ha. You'll, you'll be starting a business with Joey in no time.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, all right, man. And well, I'd
1: quit. And I'd quit when I came down.
0: And you know you know what? Uh Brent's getting ready to come out here to the great state of Hawaii to get away from you. Farther away from you. And then goddamn lice Good. in your beard.
1: You know what you should do? What? Is if any chance of betting comes around, mm-hmm. just fucking deny him every time. Just deny betting. Deny. Just nope. Not betting with you no more. Uh, I will. Because you're in Hawaii. I will. Your money. Your money. Your money has COVID.
0: I will. Don't tell him though. Don't tell him. We'll do it as like kind of a fucking behind the scenes, like an inside joke. <laughs> like we'll. Uh, I know what we'll do. We'll like. Uh-huh. We will. We'll do like UFC betting that night, but then we won't take his money and we won't pay him money
1: and we just, we won't let him pick. Nope.
0: When I put the name,
1: we'll we'll think he's playing and he's not. Yeah.
0: It's basically like he's been shunned. (laughs) I'm going to treat him like, um, like he's uh, uh, Bruce Willis in the sixth sense.
1: Oh, only one person can see him. Like you, can, you're the only one that can see him. I'm, I'm not the person that can see him. That's Christy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! If you could do that and like get everybody on board, that'd be fucking <laughs> hilarious.
0: Just the only person. That's the only person I can talk to and everybody else. Just ignores him.
1: Uh. Oh, I wish Brent was here. I do. <laughs> uh,
0: the only thing that makes I do like coming up with these ideas when he's around though, because he's like, he kind of like, he's like, oh, he kind of like laments and like, like kind of gets into him, like, oh, that would be so sad and pathetic, and oh, that's me, oh, and it just kind of, <laughs> it, it just kind of makes it funner. Like he's doing that right now as he's listening to it, but we don't get. We just know it's happening. It's not like we got to be part of it.
1: <laughs> so we're just kidding, Brent. We wouldn't do that. hey, final final thought. Who do you think's taking the presidency? Uh, God,
0: I think from what it seems like, it looks like it's painted like it might go to Biden. I don't know though,
1: yeah. With everything that's going on with the recounts and the lawsuits and all that thing, I think it's just. It just, everything looks like it's pointed towards the Democratic candidate taking it home.
0: It looks like, I, but honestly, it's too, it's too fucking stressful. Uh, I say it time and time again, none of them yep. have ever, ever sent me a postcard or a Christmas card. So I fucking really am much more concerned. So, you know, up on Kanea road, right? Driving to Kenea. So leaving my place, going to your old spot, Kenea road. They just approved like thirteen hundred homes, like the same people that did down here in Eva, like Eva Gentry and all this shit. They just approved thirteen hundred homes to go up there along Kenea to, uh, to 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 build that up. So no way. Yeah. So local governance is what we need to put our time and energy into, right? This is another yeah thirteen. All these houses are coming in. Where's the new schools, right? All of the houses that came where's in... Where's the where's
1: the bigger roads?
0: Yeah, we need more than two goddamn lanes if we're going to do that. Like, you can't pull a farm... Like, there's farm trucks driving on there right now. So they're getting ready to dump in all those. So there's there's a lot of things that need to happen here locally. And there's a lot of people worked up about shit that doesn't affect them on a daily basis. And they don't give two fucks about those people standing on the side of the road waving to them as they drive by. So I, I hope that people... You know, by all means, it's it's all important, and and we got to get out and, and do our do our God given right to exercise our vote. But at the end of the day, I hope we paid attention to our local stuff because those are where the rubber meets the road, and and our schools get built, and our roads get better, and and our local laws and the things that actually affect us on a day to day basis uh, do get better. So I'm yeah yeah. So th- that's where that's where I, I kind of sit at.
1: And uh, one of the hot hot topics. Excuse me, one of the hot topics here in uh, the state of Washington that just got passed last night, uh, sex education at the kindergarten level.
0: Wow, that's progressive.
1: Progressive, and it's pissed off a lot of people. Oh. So it's like if it pissed off this many people, how did it pass? If Yeah, it's either one, nobody understood the bill, or nobody voted
0: so, or it's it, yeah, it, again, one of those things where are people pissed off, or is there now just a a a loud minority of people that are on social media that because what kind honestly, what kind of sorry fucking person do you have to be like to get on social media and just just throw up political bullshit like in deep, deep, long paragraphs and bitching and complaining oh
1: yeah like
0: yeah. the normal average person, likes things doesn't like things moves on with their life the people that really get on and want to be fucking vocal are pretty miserable goddamn people and so you know is it a big deal or is it just a a loud minority people because everybody has a voice now and they have an opportunity to voice it
1: yeah i think it's smart You're you're right you're right if
0: we're gonna start like if the catholic church right is going to have kids being altar boys as early as kindergarten, they need to know what they're getting into. So I think that sex education in the kindergarten grades is absolutely (laughs) what they need. And I don't think we should be shying away from this. Like if they're going to be brought into human trafficking, (laughs) if they're going to be sold off, like they need to understand and we need to educate as early as possible. I honestly think it may be too late to start. (laughs) We could be sending parents home From the hospitals with flyers like could we not start working this into i mean i watch youtube after youtube video with my granddaughter that right there we could really start targeting that in a better more productive way and she's not even in kindergarten yet so i think there's resources out there that we need to be looking at
1: you want to teach your granddaughter sex ed
0: i have it's one of the biggest reasons why i asked that she move here like we have to be about this, Tom i I don't know what's so funny about this I we you don't know the difference between Mickey and Minnie. I mean, I'm not saying I'm dropping her down and showing her fucking hardcore porn with people being choked in pinwheels,
1: right? I think I think some people are looking at it as porn in the elementary schools, and it like eh, i don't I don't porn porn's a Porn's a uh, pretty, pretty, uh, extreme statement, if you will. But at the, I, at, the, at kindergarten, you can't get the motherfuckers to sit down and eat their lunch. You're not going to get them to sit down and look at a peach picture of a fucking vulva or a picture of a fucking testicle. You're just there. It's it, it's not. I don't think there's, that. I think that's too
0: early. There's precedent, time. I do
1: think it's too early. I think
0: you're wrong, and and there's precedent, and I'm going to take you back. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to something (laughs) extremely... I'm I'm going to smack you in the face with something. You're going to be like, what I'm about to do...
1: Was it it behind the water cooler?
0: What I'm about to do... Or behind the water
1: heater with Uncle Freddy?
0: Is I'm going to hit you with a fact that is much like the arrow in the FedEx sign, that once I say this, you're not going to be able to undo it. Are you ready for this? Ready. Send it. In the great Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Kindergarten Cop, the young man in the front row says... Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. Let me take you back. This was in Kindergarten Cop. The kids are already talking about this stuff. If the kids are willing to talk about it, we gotta be willing to educate because they're out there playing stinky finger on the playground. You gotta let them know what they're doing. Tom, in Kindergarten Cop, this happened. We need to take a stance. I'm glad Washington is finally out there. God, thank you. Governor Inslee, as a Washington state resident, I thank you.
1: We are now all dumber for now hearing that. There wasn't one coherent thought that came out of your mouth.
0: Tom, there was.
1: May um, God have mercy on your soul.
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of the strongest Republicans in our, of our great nation, born here on this great American soil.
1: He was not born in this soil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Point it out. All those years ago that we should have been educating our kindergartners better, like probably how they did it in the motherland that he Look, came from.
1: The Republicans were against this. This was a liberal vote.
0: But they they shouldn't have been because, again, this should have been a bipartisan measure. Listen to Governor Schwarzenegger.
1: Who was a Republican.
0: Yep. Bipartisan. There he would have
1: been against it. He Down would the have middle. been against it.
0: What is, are you? Is that your snowball you're playing with?
1: Yeah, the the stand was coming loose.
0: It's an Sorry. inanimate object.
1: Well, no, I mean, I I, I I I knocked it over, and I noticed it wasn't tight.
0: Tom, I think we, I think we leave on that.
1: Yep, my snowball's not tight.
0: <laughs> Your Please. snowball is not tight. Hey, <laughs> this has been a great night. I have enjoyed getting together with you, Tommy. We have to get together again next as, week and do this for the people.
1: As- Yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you, sir. May I have another. And El Jefe, you can eat all of the fat dicks throughout the world because I am whooping that ass this week, and I'm stopping your five-win streak this week.
0: Eat dicks. You heard it here first. Jefe loves to gobble the balls. On behalf of the Ed and Tom Show, I am your boy, Eddie Rock.
1: I'm Tommy T. And we
0: are out. I got to find the theme song. <laughs> I found it. It's good.
1: That was a Did long one. You You're Show. And yeah, we have two. two it's and not 11? all fucking monkeys dancing oh, with toothbrushes, Ed. It seemed longer.
0: Yeah, probably that. I'm not looking
1: at that goddamn email. <laughs> you can stick your AirPods in your fucking pee hole. God, I think, I think Jeff's going to beat me. I hope so. Goats have never done <laughs> that, Tom. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm high on gas station boner Motherfucker pills Motherfucker right was 0-3, and, and he's ripped off five in a row. In and all my life, the I have never used broken as pickles as
0: cryptocurrency t- I like him. I don't
1: like Kim it. Kardashian's ass. So fine, a touche. God, I hate your and face. And he scored more points than. Oh no, you never mind. That's Tyler. You. Oh fuck yeah! There's uh, me and John. Me and John are neck and neck for most points scored.